What's up? It's Terrence the God, and you're listening to FPFO presented by the G2S Network. I was like, what? Like, what? Like, why did this happen? Like, why did this, why this song in particular? I don't know. I just heard it like on one of my, one of my videos. You was listening it on the way back, what? Nah, I just heard it on one of my videos like recently. I don't even know what. I don't even know when or what. But I was just like, that shit hard. Oh, I know why. I'll tell you later. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. Hey. This fan base. And I really don't even like starting like this because it's been a matter of fact, I'm gonna start the proper way. Welcome back to FPFO. I'm your host JJ. I'm your co-host Terrence. Welcome back. Another episode. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. It's been it's been about what, like two or three weeks? Whenever we signed when we whenever we uh committed to Frank Wright as being our head coach yeah. for the next couple of years. It's been a while. Um, but we do appreciate you guys being here. Um, if you don't already follow us on Instagram at Four Panthers Fans Only, YouTube at the G2S Network, Twitter at uh, Four Panthers Fans Only, TikTok the same thing, uh, and yeah, it was great to be back. <clears throat> uh, it was one of those things where me and Terrence acknowledged, you know, that we had to record this week already before shit got hectic, and it was just confirmation that it had to happen ASAP. You know, once the news broke Friday, but we'll dive into that. Um, in a couple minutes But how you feeling? How you doing? Long I, I time, mean long I, time. I feel great honestly um, Excited for the season to start Excited for The next month or so Because I know it's going to be a lot of stuff going on uh, Should be a lot of trades Well I ain't going to say a lot of trades But I feel like If y'all know the situations that has transpired Over the past few weeks like obviously we got we got a lot of work to do or got some work to do so yeah it's gonna be an exciting next few months um and so yeah i'm ready to you know get it in gear for next season um and we'll have a lot of stuff coming to y'all next season so excited to get it started so for sure for sure for sure we're gonna go ahead and dive into it again thank you guys for being here it's an honor to be back i'm excited to be back um I feel like we kind of we were kind of waiting to to give a full full podcast. Well, obviously, I've, um, what we'll be working on and doing this year more so than we did last year. Um, we're going to be segmenting the show a little bit better as far as YouTube is concerned. So, obviously, the full podcast will release, um, but then we'll chop that up throughout the week, and we'll have different segments like 15, 20 minute videos or whatever may have you, uh, just depending on how long the segment specifically lasts and the value that we add to it. Obviously, but again, happy to be back. I think that like I was where I was going originally was I think that we we waited a little bit because we wanted we wanted some shit to pop off. And, you know, it was a lot of situations where, that we could have talked about. But it, it, for the majority of that, um, it, it was really just a lot of hypotheticals. It was a lot of hypotheticals. And obviously there are going to be some of those in, included in this show today. But there's a lot of more things that are solidified as well. Um We'll, we'll touch on, you know, the coaching staff and how that, that formulated over the past, you know, two or three weeks. We'll touch on, obviously, the news that broke Friday with the Carolina Panthers now holding the number one pick overall in the 2023 draft. Um, Shaq Thompson 
Saturday evening was uh, his his contract was restructured and extended. So we're going to touch into that, uh, touch on that a little bit. I know that is just like that does a number on your spirit. <laughs> I know that just does not make you happy at all. But just bullshit. We'll, we'll get is that where you want to start. I think that it's only right that we start with the number one pick. But I would not be opposed to to going there directly. What I, to, to shot shot? Or do you want to just let, let's just? I'm gonna just stay on. I'm gonna stay on track on the note. Let me see. <laughs> okay, well, it, it's just because I, I did just see something about, like, our cap space, and then it really just pissed me off even more about Shaq Thompson, I'll be honest. Why? Like, the deal that we uh, the deal that we just put, like, brought him up on, that he just agreed to, that helps our cap space, uh, our cap space this year and next year. Yeah, but what, what would it have done to just get rid of? Shit. No. <laughs> I mean, but here's the thing, and like I told you earlier, like I texted you earlier, as far as that's concerned. Sign Shaq Thompson, and, and yes, me and you both feel how we feel about him. You you seem to feel a lot stronger about him negatively than I do. I think that he's a solid player, but at times last year he went MIA, and he, he just didn't really show me many leadership qualities that I know he had. Now, obviously I can look to – you know, the previous coaching staff with Matt Rule and, and all of his guys that he had in the building. I could look to that, um, but, you know, I, I felt as though, and, and to counter that, there were a couple of guys on the team that I looked to or looked towards to be a leader, and they answered the bell. And I feel like Shaq Thompson at times, again, just simply didn't do that. So I, I, I feel as though that's kind of where my uh, discernment, I guess you could say, uh, stem for, from him or for him is just in that simple fact. But productivity-wise, again, there were some times where he went MIA, but, I mean, he had a career high in tackles last year with, what, 135? I think it was, 135 or 139? Yeah. Something like that. And That's total tackles, right? Yeah, total tackles. and I mean, he was only – he was one of eight to do that in the whole, in the whole league. So, I mean, how, how, how like, you know – it's not like it's terrible. It's not like we're dealing with just a, a bum off the street. Yeah. Like, he got some stock in here going into his 10th year. Oh, found it. Cool. You know, so it's not like, it's not horrible to me. It's not horrible to me. It freed up cap space this year, freed up a lot more cap space next year. I don't hate it. Yeah, I, I don't think it's necessarily horrible. Uh, Like you said, you know, obviously there was some things that, you know, in, in situations that he he did go MIA, um, I just didn't feel like you know he it it was a lot of plays that we pointed out last year that was just piss poor effort. Which I mean I guess we can say that about a lot of guys on the team, but a lot of guys on the team does they we don't consider them as leaders of of the defense and right. and leaders in the locker room. And so I feel like as a leader in the locker room and as a captain, like you are we put you on the field for certain expectations. And there was a lot of games where he didn't meet those. Mm -hmm. And so, and honestly, I don't know how long, how old Shaq Thompson is, but I think he's in his ninth year or going into his ninth year. So I feel like he, he's getting, I guess, kind of up there in a sense. And so I would have been okay with parting ways with him. I don't necessarily hate bringing him back, but um, there was also talk about us being, you know, trying to sign the linebacker from the Colts, Bobby, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. 
Yeah. Okariki. Yeah. Maybe. He's a, he's a freak, but he's a, I think he's a free agent, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and he had 151 tackles last year. Total. So, I mean. 135 ain't that far away from 151, bro. Yeah, it, it's not, but also he's, he's a younger player. Um, I, I didn't watch much of him, but just by looking at his stats, I'm just like, that's somebody that I, I would like to have on the team. And honestly, I was just like, you know, if Resign and Shaq got in the way of that and now we can't get them, then that's when it becomes a little bit of a problem. But it's not that major of a deal. It's just I would like to I would like for us to have a full complete team. Like I don't want like as many spaces and gaps in the defense this year. And which I also don't expect us to like make a run for the Super Bowl, so to speak, with a rookie quarterback. But I, I would like to see us be better than last year. And obviously Frankie needs some help. Um we got we cut Damian Wilson. Who's the other linebacker we got? I for, keep forgetting his name, but he mud. <laughs> no, I, I, I keep forgetting his name, but he he was tr- Corey Littleton. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's gone though. I think he's gone. I think we only signed him to a one year deal though. Yeah. So the way I'm seeing it, we only got two linebackers, Frankie and Shaq. No, you got a young boy from Penn State that you brought up to me. Yeah, yesterday. yeah, Brandon Smith. But for some reason, you claim he just not. I mean, shit. Not I, that. Only thing, yeah, the only thing I told you was that he to me he's just too slow. And you told me he ran a four five, and I said, I mean, that's cute, that's great, but four five forty time is not the same as a four five game speed. That that might be true. I I just have a, I haven't we haven't seen him play much this year. I just have a hard time believing that Shaq moves around the field a little quicker than him. <laughs> that that that's something that I will have a hard time believing. But obviously, I don't know what goes on in practice, so I don't know what he's doing and what he's not doing to not get more playing time. But yeah, so. I mean, with that being said, not to cut you off, but with that being said, we are going into the offseason. Well, we're in the offseason, so, I mean, <clears throat> if he does what he needs to do, then that won't be an issue. And maybe his game speed won't be so slow, and he w- maybe he'll get substantially more reps if he does what he needs to do. We're hoping. We are going we're to a 3-4. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, four like linebackers said, are going to be on the field. We're hoping. <laughs> we're I hoping. don't even know how I feel about the 3-4, honestly. I think it. I think it elevates us because then you'll be able to walk Jeremy Chin down a little bit more, and he'll be be able to be utilized as a pass rusher. And Brian Burns needs some help, and just based on the capital that we gave up, you know, this past weekend or this past yeah, this past Friday, that's gonna. I think. It, I think that is gonna be beneficial. I think it. Yeah, will be. it, it it's just schematically. Um, so you initially you have three down linemen. And then you have the two outsides. Yeah, outside, outside but, backer slash DN. Yeah. yeah, and and most of the time they're well, they're going to be standing up. Yeah, I just like Brian Burns better with his hand in the dirt. Like I, I just yeah. don't like. I, I don't think we've seen him play really, like in that position where he's just standing up going after the quarterback. Like obviously we know he's shit in cover, so we've seen him stand up <laughs> when he do that. But I don't know. I just feel like he he's more effective like. With his hand in the dirt going to get the quarterback. I don't know why. It, I could be wrong. Like I said, we haven't really seen him. I, I don't recall seeing him, like, standing up in that stance and then rushing after the quarterback. Yeah. So, I don't necessarily know how that looks. But, I mean, I, w- I would go to say that he is the 
it's debatable, but I would go and say that he is the best player on the defense. And so to build your defense around him, then I would want to go to a scheme that he's more comfortable at, that he would be more effective in. And like I said, obviously we haven't seen him in like run a three, four defense. So we don't really know. And then that also leads to say, do we have enough? Obviously we got Derek Brown, but do we have enough big bodies in oh, the fine. middle to start to stop the run yeah. as well? Since right. it's only three down linemen. I don't know. So that, we'll that see. I, I, yeah, we're I, not too far away, bro. Like, even though like the Super Bowl, like just happened. I mean, the way things are going now, the new season starts March 15th. The new, you know, the new league season, should I say, starts March, March 15th. Um, so at that point, you know, these trades will be able to start happening. These uh, free agent signings and the class will open up. So, it's going to be very, very intriguing, and, and realistically, we're really not that far away. Because then once that opens up, you know, you do whatever you're going to do um, for that next month. And then following that, April 27th is right there. April 27th is right there. Um, if you haven't heard the news already, and this is, where we'll, this is the direction we'll go in now, um, if you haven't already heard the news, the Carolina Panthers have traded up to the number one pick. Um, Traded with the Chicago Bears. The Bears, in return, received the number nine pick, which technically would be the first-round pick this year. Um, Second-round pick this year as well, uh, with the number 61 overall pick. Um, and then the first-rounder in 2024, second-rounder in 2025. And then the, 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 you know, the piece that seems to have the fan base in disarray for whatever reason, <laughs> with all due respect, um, but DJ Moore was a part of that compensation package going over to the Bears for the number one overall pick. Um, I'll start with my opinion, and then we can discuss, or you can give me your opinion, and then we'll discuss after that. Uh, I'm not mad at it. I don't hate it. I'm excited. Um, first time that we've had the number one, number one overall pick since 2011. So, I mean, that that in itself is good, you know, when you look at what it takes to be. <laughs> the number one pick overall, but I don't hate it. I'm not mad at it. Like I, I see all of these fans on Twitter, all of these fucking Facebook GMs, all of these people that, you know, have so much to say. And it's always so comical to me because everybody, once these players leave specifically, you know, the, the, the guys that are legendary Panthers or, or guys that are on the brink of being legends within the franchise, Everybody seems as though they're up in arms and in disarray when they're gone. But when they're here, it's never really a, a level of, of appreciation, like a high level of appreciation. Like so, so the fact that the fan base is just tweaked out and all of these, you know, outside motherfuckers got something to say about us getting fleeced and all of this shit, et cetera, et cetera. To me, it's idiotic. I mean, it, it's just to me personally. It just makes people sound extremely uninformed. It makes people sound uninformed. And I understand that, you know, all of us, I would say 99% of the fan base believe that we made this move to get uh, CJ or Bryce. And the issue I guess you, you, you'd be looking at, and I know that me and you kind of share this stance as well to a certain degree, but, you know, we're, we're not overreacting to it. But... The issue is, who's he going to throw the football to? Well, I mean, that's cool, 
But if everybody just fucking sit back and relax when the, when the new season starts on the 15th, maybe that will be addressed. I've been seeing a lot of things about Nicole Hartman. I've been seeing a lot of things about Adam Thielen. I've been seeing a lot of things about Odell Beckham Jr. Everybody just relax. That's number one. That's number one. Just relax. The Carolina Panthers are officially on the clock. And I don't know if you said this to me the other day or if somebody else that I listened to or heard the other day, but what was said was I'd much rather be in search of a, a wide receiver to support my franchise quarterback more so than looking for a franchise quarterback with a wide receiver, a, a clear-cut wide receiver one. Yeah, that's what that's what I've been telling people because they just— Absolutely, and I completely agree with you. Fucking dumb. Yeah, so, oh, like, to speak to that, uh, I guess I have a few directions to go uh, with this. I do agree that, like, a lot of uh, a lot of fans are just too emotionally attached to certain players, and which is, like, I mean, I get it in a sense if that player has been, like, your one of your only bright spots within the past few years, which DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey— like which those guys have been a Cam Newton, and so I, I mean I get it, but in that same breath, like when it comes to a franchise, like I like DJ Moore, JJ he ain't really like DJ Moore until this year, and I I really don't know why, but I mean <laughs> so that's throw me under the bus that, <laughs> because that they that's probably, that. that's probably the only reason you're not as upset that he's gone, it's because you were shitting on him all the way up until this past year. I mean, I won't say that. I, my my knock with DJ has always been that I thought that he was soft. I mean, but that did, I, I mean, I didn't take anything away from his talent. But you know, I like dogs, so he just really until this year, he never showed me that he had that in his soul. I, he never I, showed me that he was one of them. I just don't really see how he. I I, I don't get the. I I don't really see how he was being soft. But I mean, go that, look at it, I mean, I mean, go look at the film. What what the, do you mean? His first four years of his career. Every time he touched the fucking ground, every time he touched the turf, catch or not, it takes a nigga three, four, five seconds to get up. Everything is always soft. <laughs> I mean, that, like, bro, like, I don't, I, I, mean, I don't like that because that just points to to your mentality to me. Like, bro, get the fuck up. Like, I don't like that. Shit. Does it take him like, a few soft. seconds to get up? <laughs> like, yeah, that was my issue with him before. If you're asking, that was my problem with him. I felt, I felt like DJ was soft, and I made that very clear. I mean, I stated that on this podcast numerous times. Uh, my personal life when I talk to different Panthers fans, you included, I always say that. I felt as though the first four years of his career, DJ was soft, and then I came in here, you know, actually this was our last episode that we did. The last episode that we did, I came in and I gave him the Offensive Player of the Year because I thought he had a hell of a season, and I made it known up front on that pod that I hadn't been the biggest DJ, the biggest DJ Moore fan, you know, his first couple of years of his career with the Carolina Panthers. I had. And really, it started on draft night. Like, I'll be honest. Really, it started on draft night because I was conflicted between him and Calvin Ridley. So, I already, mean, already at that point, he was kind of fighting against the eight ball with me personally. To me, it seemed like we made the correct decision with that. I would agree. I mean, so, I would agree. I, like, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Do you Do you think he was soft because he didn't like contact, like, like to take hits? I mean, I thought he was soft for a number of different reasons, <laughs> but that, I, yeah, but yeah, that was one too. I mean, because I like the the reason I asked that is because I, I just watched a podcast with uh, Stefan Diggs, uh -huh. and he also said, and 
I, I would say that a lot of people would say he's one of the best receivers in the league. And but he was also saying, like, I mean, we don't want to take hits. Like he, he was like, hey, any chance I get, like, I'm getting fucked down. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not every, taking every hits. time he does. He pop, he, he pop up, <laughs> so he pop his uh, shit for a, a second and a half, and he go into the huddle. DJ, he going to be on the damn floor, turning, twisting, getting up, grimacing when, when a nigga come pick him up, help him, you know, get up. Like, DJ just, again, <laughs> his first four seasons with the Carolina Panthers, I was not the biggest DJ fan. So this is not a, a slander DJ Moore segment for me by any stretch of the imagination. Because, like I said, this year... He showed great improvement to me, though, you know, statistically it wasn't his best year, but he did have a career high in touchdowns. Like, I understand where people would feel that he's a great number one receiver. Like, me and you have discussed that on this podcast, too, with people trying to shit on him yeah. and saying that he's not a true number one wide receiver. And so now, kind of going, you know, even deeper and further into this shit, everybody around the NFL, all these outsiders, all the national media and everything, Got they fucking opinion to add on shit. Talking about we got fleeced and, you know, we got fucked over because we had to include DJ Moore. Well, I'm sorry. Where was the value? Where, where was this value when DJ Moore was a Carolina Panther? Because if you look at any list, DJ Moore is not top 10. If you, you know, if you listen to ESPN, they never discuss DJ Moore as being a top tier wide receiver. So now, you know, this fascination with this nigga is just like mind boggling to me personally. So that's why I'm telling our fan base right now, don't listen to the bullshit that these motherfuckers just spewing all on Twitter and all on ESPN and everything like that because they don't know what the fuck is going on. They, they simply don't. They don't watch Carolina Panthers football. They don't understand how the team works. They don't, they don't know. They don't know. So don't listen to that shit. I was about to say. It's pissing me off. It's simply because, I mean, it, when you think about it, when you break it down, it's because we, we're the Carolina Panthers. Absolutely. And we're just not a respected organization because, um, because like I, I I was telling people as well. I'm like, I mean, y'all say that we got whored and like they robbed us and shit like that, but somebody else would have did it. Exactly. Somebody else would have paid the price. Exactly. And then I'm like, y'all y'all don't think that we negotiated with them without trying to give DJ. I'm sure that DJ Moore wasn't in the first package that we offered. And right. so I'm like, you, our front office, like, of course they make questionable decisions, but I mean, they're not completely jackasses to where they're just going to be like, oh, we, we just going to give you this. Like, obviously it was some negotiation and the only one that would have got done is the one that included DJ Moore. Yeah. That's and what, so, that's what, that's the reports that I saw. Yeah. They said that the Chicago bears were not going for it unless DJ Moore was included in the package. If you ask me if, you take the picks away because I also understand and realize the capital that we gave up in the draft this year and years, you know, going forward. I understand that. But if you take that away and you just ask me, would you trade DJ Moore for the number one pick in the 2023 draft? I mean, you might not even have a chance to get it out of your mouth fully before I say yes. Yeah. I mean, it. yeah, and, and it's like, obviously, there's a lot of other players that – I mean, I, I think, like, thinking back on it, he's probably the, one of the only players that I would have been like, I'm okay with him going. And it's not even because, like, like I love DJ Moore. But at the same time, it's like I would rather have my defense together. Uh, we got a young defensive core. DJ Moore is also, like, we're paying him a lot of money. 
And so the thing is, it's like I, I would rather like us give up him to potentially find our franchise quarterback. And people don't really understand, like people from the outside looking in, the people that I argue with on a daily basis. I, I don't even know why I give them my energy and time because like obviously they, they're not looking deep into the shit like we do. But it's like we we had Teddy Bridgewater, Kyle Allen, fucking Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, PJ Walker, Cam like Newton. Cam Newton, like In year twelve, yeah. or whatever the fuck it is for him. So it's just been a shit show at quarterback. So Absolutely. it's like, why wouldn't we put ourselves in a position to go and get our franchise quarterback potentially? Yeah, and yeah, and so I mean, like it, it was never it was never a bad decision. It was only a robbery to people who really don't know shit, honestly. And so, and the only way that I would say that this fucks us over is if we go and do some bullshit, like go get Will Levers or Anthony, or Anthony Richardson. Because there's also been talks of that, and I don't want neither one of them. I don't, I don't care how anyone feels about Anthony Richardson. I don't want him. Like he, Let's get into you, it. You go look at his stats, like his completion percentage, like it's fucking mud. Like it's not even like average, it's below average. And and we know that Florida is known to produce players in the skill position. So it's not like he doesn't have weapons. He has Travis Etienne, little brother. He's a fucking dog. Um, I, I really don't know their receivers like that, but I, I know receivers who came out of Florida. Like everybody knows that Florida is not a school that doesn't produce talent, especially in the skill positions. And so it's not like he hasn't had people to throw the ball to. And we even cut on his highlight tape. It wasn't really shit on that highlight tape that was impressive. And you agreed when you first seen it. I but mean, I then, still agree. But then when he got to the combine, niggas just all of a sudden just fucking... Lost I, my mind. Yeah, just lost their fucking mind. But, like, I was listening <laughs> to another analyst say, like, realistically, what the fuck does that help you do in the grand scheme of things in a football game? Like, Tom Brady wasn't the, had the highest vertical. He didn't run the fastest 40. I mean, realistically, it, it doesn't mean shit. You're not trying out for a fucking track and field team. Like, you're not trying out for the Olympics. You out that bitch with damn near underwear on a fucking tank top doing these drills. I mean, wow, who can't succeed at that? And so, like, it, it just doesn't... And so, all of that to say, like, I, I would be very mad at this decision if we went and got him or Will Levis by trading down because... There has been a lot of talks. I think CBS posted something. Oh, it's I, been confirmed. Yeah, I've I heard stuff from even like the Charlotte the Charlotte Observer, like people that are very close with the team. That's like if we go in feeling that we like multiple prospects, then we're gonna trade down. Yeah, I mean this came from uh, Dove Climbing three hours ago. Um, Panthers are indeed considering trading down from the first overall pick of the twenty twenty three draft. A third report now confirms this one from ESPN. The Athletic and Charlotte Observer reported the same, just like you just mentioned. Um, and he ends it by saying, if they have more than one quarterback prospect they like, they could trade down. With that being said, um, how 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 upset would you be if that was the decision made? And then when you give me that answer, I'm going to give you a couple of different scenarios and we'll just kind of play off play it off like that. So how upset would you be if the Carolina Panthers traded away the draft capital capital that we just did on Friday plus DJ Moore to gain the number one pick? How upset would you be if the Carolina Panthers uh, moved on from that pick from now until uh, the NFL draft? 
I mean, I, I, I would be in fucking flames, like, honestly. Like, and it, of course, it'll look like a, a different situation based on which quarterback we pick. If we pick Will Levis, like, I'm, I'm going to be fucking enraged. Like, I, I swear to God, that, that would send me over the fucking edge if we pick Will Levis. I, I would lose my shit on this podcast if we pick Will Levis. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Anthony Richardson, I, I won't be as mad, but I will still be mad. Just because I feel like he would be there at the number nine pick, I just feel like he would. I would I, I would and, have to agree with you. And on that. so I I would just rather us not have given up our wide receiver one and all of these other picks when we could pick a quarterback who I think would be there at number nine. Like I genuinely believe that. So that that's what would piss me off. But if we pick Will Levis, I, I would be. I'm even getting mad talking about that shit. Like even it being a fucking consideration. Like, it's just fucking really pissing me off, so. But you understand the circumstances. It's just like how you told me a couple months ago that, you know, you might as well mentally prepare for that shit to happen. You know that that's in in the talks. Like, you understand that's consideration because we've seen numerous reports, even towards the end of the regular season this past season, that Will Levis was very, very high on the Carolina Panthers roster or, or, or on their list for guys that they could potentially want in this year's draft. Yeah, and it, it would just be a completely fucking, I mean, a, just a terrible job of the front office by like doing some bullshit like that. Honestly, cool. that 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 would that would really send me over the edge. Like, and I know that 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 is a possibility, but it's one that I'm trying not to even think about because. So what happens if, what happens if we move down? Because matter of fact, let me just go go into it. Okay, so we hold number one, obviously. Houston holds number two, Arizona holds number three, and Indianapolis holds number four, Seattle holds number five. Now, I'm going to give you a couple scenarios, right, um, that have two, of those, two or three of those teams in them, and you tell me, because obviously everything is hypothetical. What, I'm, what we're about to do right now is not fact-based. Is I haven't seen any rumors at all, but it's just – a hypothetical situation for us to get mentally prepared should we trade the number one pick um, and just kind of looking at things going forward, okay? So, obviously, we know the season opens on the 15th. So, we don't really know what our wide receiver room looks like um, at this very moment. There's a couple of names, like I said earlier, to start the podcast off. There's a couple of names that are being thrown out. Again, we don't know. The Carolina Panthers haven't come out and said, you know, that they feel any – kind of way towards any of these people. I do know that they were at Odell Beckham Jr.'s uh, personal workout the other day. I think it was Friday, yeah. matter of fact, that they were there. Um, but there were also 10 other teams that were there as well. And based on a report that I saw yesterday, he's still asking for $20 million a year. Not going to fucking happen, hate to tell you. Not from not from the Carolina Panthers. So, you know, if, if that's the case and there is any truth to that, I just do not see us doing that. Yeah. Not for a guy that just tore his ACL. No, I mean, there's just simply no fucking way for me um, just being a fan. Here we go. Situation number one. You trade back to number two with the Houston Texans because it is, I mean, just throughout the league, it's a clear-cut understanding that the Houston Texans want Bryce Young. Yeah. So situation number one, you trade back to number two, and in turn you get – Again, it's just a hypothetical, but in turn, you get your 2024 first-round pick back. Um, 
you get a second this year, and that's it. I mean, so a first next year, a second year, uh, a first next year, and a second this year uh, for the number one pick in this year's draft, and you only move down one spot. How how does Terrence feel about that? If you get CJ Stroud, then I'm fine. Okay, but what if what if they decide? You know, what if all of those rumors are just a hundred percent wrong, and they decide to go CJ Stroud, and we are left with Bryce Young? I'm fine. Okay, cool. I, I don't I don't go wrong with either either one of those guys. And I, I've stated before, like I think the only thing that really separates them <clears throat> is the size difference. C.J. Stroud is more of an NFL size quarterback than Bryce Young, but I I don't like. I think Bryce Young has the talent to play in the NFL. I think he's been playing against elite competition his his whole college career. He plays at he played at Alabama. He's been getting coached by the greatest coach of all time in the college world. So I mean so, I. Like, I, I don't have a problem with either one of them. Cool. I think that I probably would feel the same way. Um, I just don't feel as strongly about Bryce Young as you do. And I think that I, – actually, I don't even think I know the reason why that is. It's just simply based on his size. I think he's way too miniature. Um, I don't believe that that shit will translate to the NFL. And I think that his growing – I think that his growing curve would be a lot slower or, you know, take a lot more time to develop – then CJ Stroud, but that's just my opinion. But again, I would not be I would not be pissed if that deal happened and we were left with Bryce Young. I wouldn't because I do believe that Bryce Young is you know I think it's one A and one B, and you can put CJ and Bryce wherever you want to in that list. So yeah. I do believe that he's the number one the number one prospect this year. I, I, I honestly well, do. Well, before you before you move forward, then how do you feel about Kyler Murray? Because I think that he obviously I don't think Bryce Young is as elusive as Kyler Murray. Yeah. Um, but Bryce Bryce Young has great pocket presence and and he can still run like he can run. Yeah. And so, and and I think that the only thing that the only reason Kyler Murray is just looked down upon is just because his intangibles off the field. Yeah. He, he's on bullshit off the field. He doesn't do his film study yeah. and, and shit like that. And to even where they had to put it in his contract clause. And yeah. so so that would I mean, that would probably be the biggest knock that I had on him. If Bryce Young has the same mentality as Kyler Murray, I don't fucking want him. Because I want somebody that wants to be here and that wants to win right now. Well, I'm talking about as far as size wise then. Uh I think Kyler Murray is smaller than Bryce Young. The biggest I mean, the biggest problem that I have with this is just the fact that I don't want a guy and I and this is gonna kinda sound like a contradiction because a month ago we came on the podcast championing so hard to go get Lamar Jackson. Um, but I really don't want a guy that has, that has the injury history that Kyler, Mar- that Kyler Murray does. And I think that's why I don't want Bryce Young is simply because I feel like smaller quarterbacks get eat, like get hurt a lot easier just based on size alone. So like, I mean, if you can play phenomenal, the first 13 or 14 weeks in the season, you you know, we're, we're sitting at 12 and 2 or whatever the fuck. Uh, you know, even say if we're sitting at 10 and 3 or 10 and 4 or something like that, but we've already clinched the division and we're looking at the playoffs at this point in the season. I don't want you getting hurt in a fucking bullshit regular season game because you're not big enough and your you know, and your muscles aren't developed enough to take a a, a weak ass hit. And now we're looking, you know, we're looking lost with our dick in our hand because our quarterback is fucking 5'11", 180 pounds. Like, I just 
that's my biggest problem. The size is the size is my biggest problem. I think Bryce Young is extremely talented. Do not get me wrong. I think that Bryce Young's, you know, one of the one of the best quarterbacks in college football over the past couple of years. I mean, that's that's not even debatable in my opinion. But in that same respect, that size really, really, really just fucks me up, bro. It really does. Like it really, really, honestly does. Yeah, I, I also just feel like with that, like. I mean, granted, like, shit happens, like, it, like God forbid that he is, like, injury-prone, but I, I just feel like he's going to have access to a lot more resources in the NFL and with the money that he's making to to take care of those issues if he, if that's something that he's serious about. Yeah. That's why, like, obviously he can't do shit to change his height. Yeah. But he can't do shit to add on more muscle to – to learn how to avoid big hits and things like that, and which I don't think he necessarily had a problem with that in college as it is. I, I don't really – I didn't yeah, really but, watch Alabama football, but I don't really recall him being hurt. I mean, and, I don't know, but what I do know is in college you're playing with with, with boys. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a, don't get me wrong. It's a lot of grown-ass men in, in college too, but it's just, it's just different, bro. I yeah. mean, if NFL, bigger, faster, stronger, it, it, like – it's, I think that the NFL, I think the NFL and college are substantially different football wise. Even more so if we were comparing something to college basketball and in the NBA. I mean, I think that you have to be just cut completely different to play in the NFL. I really do. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but like when you look at it in the grand scheme of things, like those college players, those are who are playing in the NFL. Like obviously, they have to make like. A big adjustment, but and then I also say that with pairing it with the way the quarterback is protected now, it's just like it, it's it hard for him to get hurt. Too yeah, much. yeah, it will really because you can't even tackle them and fall on them anymore. So that saves them from a lot of injuries. Like I feel like a lot of injuries that quarterbacks suffer now is just like putting themselves in just fucking terrible positions. Other than Tua, he just, I mean, he just it, 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 and. I don't even <laughs> no, nah, I'm being dead ass serious because that's a smaller NFL quarterback. Yeah. That has a lot of talent. You know, his arm looks good. His decision making is, is is for the most part good. You know, a, a high recruit coming a high prospect coming out of the out of college and into the NFL. But now we see him and his fucking brain is just mush at this point. Yeah. And I say that and I I mean that sounded extremely uh unsensitive and I really didn't mean to come off that way. But if we look at it, he is, bro. Like this nigga is, like borderline, like permanent brain damage, uh, brain damage, like for life, and not even, and not even borderline, not even, not even borderline, like that, like not even borderline. This nigga's brain is fucked for the rest of his life, and yeah. it's simply based on his size. But I just think that's an exception, though, because I, I don't really see because you don't really see other quarterbacks of that, like Kyler Murray. Obviously, he tore his ACL, but it wasn't. Like, I, I don't remember exactly what play he tore his ACL on, but I don't think it was nothing that is as freak as Tua. Like, it's really just, like, an exception. Like, th that nigga just got bad luck or something. Because Bro, that shit a, happened, like, back-to-back. -back. He just got fucking If you have a 6'6 a six, six nigga, six, six nigga coming at you full speed, he's 6'6", six, six, he's 245, and he's just fucking jacked. It ain't really shit that you can do. Because now we got to think about these niggas just running four fours, four fives, two, just like the skill position guys. You got a nigga like that coming at you full speed, and you you ain't shit but about 5'10", 190, 195 soaking wet, 
it ain't shit you can do. Yeah. Because the only thing he got to do is wrap you up and you're at his mercy. I mean, there ain't I'm, shit you can do. I'm not, that, that is true. I, and I hate to say this, I really hate to put it all on tour. But I mean, damn. Like, at, at that point, I just, it has to just be his ability, bro, or something. Because it's like now, know, now he's getting trained on how to fucking fall. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, so, I, I, like, honestly, something, <laughs> like, something's just not clicking to where he's not sensing pressure, or, I I don't know, like, it's just, he's Down just, uh, yeah, he just unlucky as fuck for some reason, and so yeah. I just feel like it, it just wouldn't even be fair to compare Bryce to, like, his situation. Why not? They're the same but, size. Yeah, but, but like, I other mean, smaller quarters. You can say it's an anatomy, but at the same time, like. That shit can easily happen, though. It can, but other smaller quarterbacks are not, like, getting done how Tua got done. Like, that shit is just not... It's been a long time since quarterbacks have even got put in the dirt like that, period. And so, I, I don't know. I just yeah. think it's some freak shit going on with him. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I I don't even know where we were at before we got we were, there. <laughs> we were doing the, uh, <laughs> the hypothetical situations. Oh, yeah. And Tua actually is, is actually bigger than Bryce Young, for whatever it's worth. And, and you know another one of my biggest problems is the fact that this nigga wore them down. Thick ass, uh, 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 thick ass soul hocus behind the podium because he even knows that he's miniature. He knows it's going to be a problem. Two is six one two sixteen. Bryce is six foot one ninety four. So I mean, so he he even he, like he's at even more of a disadvantage because he's way smaller than Tua. He had a lot of time to put on weight though, because I think he was even smaller than that before the combine, and he put on some weight. Well, we gonna see. So I just think with the weight room and NFL like training and stuff, like he'll be good, bro. That six foot shit don't it don't phase me because as far as injury wise, because I mean, hate to say this guy's name, but he's short as fuck and just dog shit. Who cool. Baker. And he was, and it wasn't even due to him getting injured. Like he just really sucks. So I mean, like I don't know, bro. I just, so as far as our hypotheticals go, you're you're taking that deal from the Houston Texans. Yeah, we only moved down one spot. It could still grab either Tua or I mean, damn, not Tua, but Bryce Young or CJ. Like, yeah, okay. Um, the Cardinals, they obviously don't need a quarterback, so they're really not a threat to either one of your guys. If Either one of your guys are Bryce or CJ, which I'm assuming that they are with you moving on to the one pick. They're not a threat to get either one of your guys because, like you just said, they do have Kyler Murray. Um, so what would be a hypothetical trade with them? Let's, they got to include they gotta uh, include DeAndre, of course. That's not even – I mean, <laughs> that shit is not even a debate. We get their first round this year, which would be that three pick. We get their second round this year. Um, but we have to give them our – Third, and they'll give us their second next year. That uh, the way I just heard that, it doesn't seem like they will make that tree. Just because, Arizona? yeah, just because we're taking their, we're taking DeAndre. I mean, we're taking any, DeAndre. Any, any deal that happens with Arizona, they got to come up off. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're taking DeAndre, and we're taking their number three pick. Yeah, for, but they're getting their number one. I don't oh. think I, I I personally don't, like don't think this deal would happen only because they know that Houston and Carolina both teams that are ahead of them or excuse me are ahead of them are going are going quarterback 
Yeah. They have no need for a quarterback and, at all. And yeah. I think if if this means anything, I, I think if a trade was to happen with our number one pick, it would happen on draft night. Fair enough. Like it would happen during the draft, I feel like. Fair enough. Um, and we'll just go here because we, we can look at Seattle, but I don't see us going back down. I don't see us going down to five. I really don't. Um I don't I don't see us going down to five or lower. I think it stops right here and it would be with Indianapolis. Indianapolis, uh they hold number four, so we would swap picks with them this year. We would get, let's say, we would get a second round pick from them as well for them to move up to one. Because at this point, there's there are two teams ahead of them that are going to go quarterback, quarterback. So if one of their guys is Bryce or CJ, then they're fucked, right? So we get their first round this year. We go ahead and swap, and then we get a second round this year as well, making up for us getting rid of that sixty one. Um, and we get a, a third from them next year, but we have to give them the the one one this year, and we have to also throw in a fifth next year. You taking that deal? Mm. With no players added, because I could have got freaky and said that they got to throw in Michael Pittman too. But with no players, just straight, just uh, straight trade capital. Are you willing to do that? So as to far get your second, to get your second and third back this year. But they're they're taking the number one pick. But they're taking the number one pick. It's a, it's it's going to be a pick swap. I, I just feel like that would that would fuck us. Why so? Because I don't. I think that I think either teams at the top one or two are picking Bryce or CJ. I don't see any teams reaching to go get. Anthony Richardson or Will Levis. Yeah, but if, if but the thing about it is, if you like four, if you like four and you can get trade value, and again, I think that if that deal were to happen, I think that Michael Pittman would have to be in that package if 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 you're the Carolina Panthers, I do. But just for the sake of the argument, I didn't add him. But um, if you like four quarterbacks and you're the Carolina Panthers and you feel like they're all court, they're all pro ready, they're all NFL ready, and you feel evenly about all four of them. What the fuck does it hurt you if anybody gets Bryce or CJ if you feel the same way about uh, AR and fucking Will? I mean, that makes sense, but at the same time, that's just fucking delusional to feel okay. to feel that way. I about. mean, I agree with you, but to, I mean, just based on reports, again, yeah. they really, really, really like Will and Anthony Richardson as well. Yeah, to feel like that about all four is just fucking delusional. But I mean, I will also say that, I mean, if they do feel that way, then any scenario that you name wouldn't be bad for them. Like, if they feel that way about Anthony Richardson and Will Levis still, which oh. would just be... Delusional. Yeah, wouldn't even make sense to me, honestly. I Because I, I really just don't even see how it's just not one, like, CJ or Bryce. Like, those are the only... Like, as a GM, like, I'm going in, if I have their number one pick, it's either those two. Like, that. That's what we're. that's what we're focused on right now. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would have to say, like you, ha- it has to be that it really does. Like I, I agree with you in that stance. Like on that stance, it has to be that because if you go in there, if you go in there with the mindset that Will and Ar are on that same level, I would say for one, you're delusional, and yeah. for two, I mean, I don't understand why in the fuck you would give up DJ to go get that number one spot. And give up all the draft capital that you did if you felt that same way. Because me and you are both under the belief that both of those guys will still be available 
at number nine. Yeah, for Atlanta sure. already came out and said that they weren't going quarterback and they were riding out with uh, what's yeah, bro's name, light skin, yeah. They already said that they pretty much rocking out with him, and that if a quarterback that they love is still on the board, they'll go. Um, and you know what those options, who those two are going to be, CJ and Bryce. Yeah. So yeah, um, and they'll be gone. <coughs> they'll be gone by the time Atlanta gets there at eight. Yeah. Um, Vegas, they need a quarterback, so I can understand why Vegas might scare you a little bit as far as that Anthony Richardson, Will Levis. Uh, Stance goes, I could see why that, that would run you off and make you want to go up, but not all the way to one. That doesn't scare me that much. Detroit, they have golf. Um, he looked, you know, he he looked, he had times where he looked like a good quarterback this season. Yeah. So I'm not saying Detroit is jumping out the window to go, to go get a guy either. Um, Seattle, they just signed Geno to that four or five year deal. So I don't see not them going go to get quarterback. a quarterback. Yeah. Arizona, we know the story with them. So really, I mean, in the top, the top 10, there was only three – there's only really three teams that absolutely need a quarterback. There's only three teams. So, if again, making this whole thing come full circle, if you feel that way about all four of these guys, that they're on the same level, I don't understand why you gave up your number one receiver and all the draft capital to go up. Yeah. I don't. That, that so, just doesn't make sense. Yes. I don't know what the – I don't know what the purpose of us trading back would be, but – I would have to take a look at the compensation and what we got in return before I made a, you know, before I made an opinion or or had my official stance, but I wouldn't necessarily hate it if we did. Um, but in that same breath, like, I don't see why you give up all that capital plus DJ Moore to go up to number one when you're going to do the same exact shit that you would have done at number nine. Yeah. Bringing this whole shit kind of full circle and, and just kind of speeding up a little bit, I guess, at this point, um, or moving on, rather. The Carolina Panthers do hold the number one pick, and the Carolina Panthers do absolutely control the 2023 draft at this very moment. I think whatever decision is made on behalf of the organization is going to change the landscape of the, uh, of the draft completely. I think that a lot of teams are calling about that number one pick now that, you know, it's, it's been – you know, vocalize that we are shopping it. Um, and I think, again, I think that, that 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 affects a lot of people's draft boards if we decide to give that shit up. I do. I really do because it'll get freaky. It really will. And I and I don't, you know, I, I feel the same way that you feel about Will Levis. I don't think he's a pro-ready uh, pro quarterback. I think um, saying this as PC as possible, I think aesthetically when you look at Will Levis, he fits the mold um, a lot more than the other, you know, top prospects, other top quarterback prospects in this year's draft. Um, and again, I, I say that with no malicious intent at all, but I also understand, you know, the climate of the of this the country that we live in. And I'll leave that there. But so circling back, I think aesthetically Will Levis looks like, you know, a pro a pro ready quarterback. But I feel the same way you do. I don't think he's talented enough to be on this level to make a, a significant impact. And so I think there's a lot of teams uh, that may have him on their draft board solely based on the fact that that may be the only like the, their last resort. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. If I'm picking in the top 10 and I absolutely need a quarterback and Bryce, CJ, and AR are both gone, 
I guess that my hands are tied and I guess that I would settle for, for Will. You know, because he is, he is better than other prospects in the draft, don't get me wrong, but I just don't think that he's good enough to make a significant impact. I don't. Um, so we'll definitely be, be watching that close. We'll definitely be watching that close. I, I, I'm, I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I think that we're, as, as a franchise, I really, really, really feel like we're in a great position. I do. And I know a lot of people are up in arms about us moving up the one and what it costs. I know a lot of people about are hurt about DJ being gone. But I think that as a franchise, we're in a good position. I think that this front office seems extremely competent at this very moment, which was, you know, which could have been argued the past year and a half, you know, all the way down to when Dave Tepper bought the team. Um, so I feel confident in our front office right now with, with Fitterer um, and, and, and Tepper uh, and Dan Morgan and all of those guys. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited, bro. I'm very, very intrigued to see how this next month goes. And I guess, again, moving on here, what would you say is kind of the next step that we need to, we need to attack? Because for me, I think that you have to go wide receiver and we'll play another, you know, we'll play another hypothetical game with that. Um, as far as the, the uh, free agents that are available right now for this year. Um, but I think you have to go wide receiver, but to me, before you even look at that, the first thing that has to be done, in my opinion, is you have to re-sign Bradley Bozeman. Yeah. That's step one to me. And then I think step two, which should happen damn near in the same day, is you got to go re-sign Deontay Foreman as well. What about you? How do you what, – what, what, as far as priorities go, what are you looking at right now to be addressed March 15th? We're about 48 hours away right now, um, maybe 40. We're about 40 hours away right now to the, the new season beginning. So what are you looking to like looking to see as soon as the new season starts? Uh <clears throat> I definitely think you, you gotta go wide receiver by by any stretch like of the imagination. You you have to go wide receiver. Like it, that's not a question. Um, especially because at, at this point you're going quarterback in the draft. Everybody knows that. Um everybody knows that you just gave up your number one wide receiver and you have Terrence Marshall, LaVisca Chenault, Shaw Smith, Rashad Higgins. I don't even know if he's going to be back next year. But those are the guys that you have on the roster. And we all know that those guys aren't number one wide receivers yet, I would say, about Terrence Marshall yet. Cool. And so we we know you have to go wide receiver. That That's number one after you draft the quarterback. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think there's a very strong um, – I think they'll resign Bradley Bozeman. And we still have a franchise tag. We haven't used our franchise tag on anyone. Yeah. I don't think. I think and that so. I think that if that were to be the case, um I guess you could use it on him, but I just don't see I I, I feel like Bradley Bozeman is somebody that you have to go ahead and lock up. Yeah. I really do. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean I, I, w- I would agree with that. Um but yeah, in all honesty, that that's all I really have. Like you have to go wide receiver. Um I would say, yeah, Deontay Foreman, like if you're not going because I, I've seen reports where Miles Sanders is linked to us. No. Um, no. Before <laughs> hold on. Hold on. No. No. 
Deontay Foreman is going to be a lot cheaper. And Deontay Foreman, based on what he did last year alone, is a lot more valuable than Miles Sanders. Fuck no. Continue. <laughs> well, like I said, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of reports where Miles Sanders is linked to us. Um, Josh Jacobs, obviously, I think he got franchise tag. Yeah. Um, so there's not really – they have Tony Pollard. I think the Cowboys would lock him up because Zeke is complete He got tagged, shit. I think, too. He I got think tagged. Tony Pollard already got tagged, if I'm okay. not mistaken. Yeah, he, he he's locked up, too. So he won't be leaving Dallas this year. Yeah, and so there's not really a lot of running backs in free agency that we can go and get. Um, the way we ran the ball with Deontay Foreman last year, like that, that's fine with me. Um, but, yeah, you have to go find a receiver, whether that is – Free agency, um, I would really try to go after D-Hop. McCole Harmon wouldn't be bad. I just don't see him as a number one receiver either. Um, Well, let's play the game. Let's play yes or no. And let's just, let's make it quick. No explanation, just yes or no. Should the Carolina Panthers go after these receivers? Because this is what the class looks like. And obviously, I'm going to take like the top 10 or 15. Everybody else can go kick rocks because we're looking for a wide receiver one. And these are the names that kind of fit that. That mold, I guess you could say, more than the others. So let's play yes or no, and like I said, just just let's go quick with it. Adam Thielen. Like, should we go after him? Yes. Yes. Okay. Robbie Anderson. No. Nelson Aguilar. No. DJ Chark. No. Randall Cobb. No. Marvin Jones. Ah, mm. <laughs> uh, I'm taking two. No. I mean, no, you, you could, I mean, you uh, can think. D- debate, you can think. That, that's, that's debatable. I don't know about wide receiver. Marvin Jones, he really came alone this year, honestly. Um, I don't know if I want him as wide receiver one. He would be a nice piece to have. But I say if you get him, you still got to go get somebody else. Okay. In my opinion. Fair enough. Julio. No. Uh, Alan Lazard. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, Jacoby Myers. Yes. Juju. No. Uh, Jarvis Landry. No. Nikhil Harry. No. Um, Jameson Crowder. No. Zach Pascal. No. Uh, Marquise Goodwin. Nope. Or, yeah, Marquise Goodwin, excuse nope. me. Nicole Hartman. Nope. Um, Rashard Higgins. So, Rashard Higgins actually is a free agent. Nope. So, that answered our question yep, he, from earlier. Um, Richie James. Nope. Okay. I mean, so you got, you had what, like two or three yeses? Mar- <laughs> and this is Marquez Callaway. No, I know you be sack riding that nigga, but no. I'm a huge Marquez Callaway fan. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad if we, ch- if we went after him. Uh, I think it's going to take him at least a year and a half maybe to develop, but I think his size, his catch radius, uh, his big playability, I think Marquez Callaway is ex- a very, very ex- like valuable piece in free agency this year. Um, but do I think he can come in and be the number one off rip and change our wide receiver room problems? No. But I but I am a huge Marquez Callaway fan, and I would not hate if we decided to go him. Uh, for me, you know what my hesitation is as far as Adam Thielen is concerned. Uh, the age, the injuries, it kind of makes me nervous. But if our hands are tied, which I don't assume they will be because we do still hold the number 39 overall. And I know that uh, the draft is extremely deep as far as wide receivers are concerned this year. Yeah. So I don't hate that route either. 
but we're just talking strictly uh, strictly free agents right now. I wouldn't necessarily hate us going after Thielen, but I wouldn't love it either. And I don't think Thielen solved your 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 problems there because he's older for one, and for two, we know his injury history the past three years. So yeah, not really not really budging on that. Robbie Anderson, fuck no. Uh, <laughs> keep him where he at, where you know, jobless, respectfully. He ain't bringing shit really to any team, but a problem and a distraction. With all due respect, um, DJ Chark, I would say yes to. Uh, Alan Lazard, I could be, I could be convinced. I'll mm-hmm. say that about him. Marvin Jones is going to be a no for me. He's too old. Randall Cobb, same problem. Um, Jacoby Myers. He's up and down, wouldn't necessarily solve your problems, in my opinion. If he did get brought in, I would say, you know, it, it would have to be on a cheap deal. Juju, no. Uh, Jarvis, no. Injury problems. Nikhil Harry, uh, I don't know. Zach Pascoe is a no for me as well. Miko Hardman, I've seen a lot of fans gassing that nigga up. Nope. He ain't shit to me. <laughs> I'm going to say no that way. Marquise Goodwin, he's too old. Nope. Injury problems. Uh, another name. This name actually very like intrigues me a lot, and I actually didn't see it the first round, the the first go, um, when I was saying them to you. Noah Brown. Eighty five Dallas Cowboys dress. No, fuck no. I wouldn't. I would not hate that. Well, I, like, cause that can go hand to hand. Like a lot of those receivers that I said no to. Like, I would be fine if we brought them in, but to bring them in to be a number one, then that's not. Because it's like a couple of those receivers, like, if we obviously didn't have anything else we could do, like, I would bring, like, I wouldn't be mad bringing some of those guys in. Yeah. But with the with the mindset that I'm still going to get somebody next year. Like, if I got to have them this year, okay, cool. Because I don't expect to win a Super Bowl this year. But am I bringing them in because I know I'm going to get somebody next year? Like I know I'm, I'm shooting for the fences next year. Yeah. Like I'm bringing no, in have, a big name. No, next we have no. I and this is like a, I mean a way 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 too early prediction, but I'm going to go ahead and go on the record and say next year the Carolina Panthers will be in the NFC Championship. Now if we go to the Super Bowl, you know I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to do all of that extra shit. But I am going to say, again, on record, I'm going to say the Carolina <laughs> Panthers next season, not this upcoming season, not the season that starts March 15th, but next season, the Carolina Panthers will be in the NFC Championship. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm so dead ass. I'm so dead ass. The cap space that we have, as well as having going to be having a franchise quarterback, the Carolina Panthers will be in the NFC Championship in 2024. I'm not going to go that far, but I will say that I think we will be some very happy fans that year. Because okay. I think I, I think we do make the playoffs that year. Um, I think we made the playoffs this year. Who the fuck is stop- – realistically, who the fuck is stopping us in the division? Like, it, I don't think – it. I, we just have to see. Like, I will be able to make more of a decision based on what we did at quarterback. Because you know we still <laughs> – like, you, Man, you know yeah. how – like, if we go get a Will Levis – that that completely just takes me. Bro, even if we do go get Will Levis and we re-sign fuck and we re-sign Deontay, Deontay can win you the division by his fucking self. This division is so weak, bro. And I saw a report, yeah. I've been seeing reports all day. Have you seen them? 
who the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going after. Yeah, I seen that. I mean, that just that shit would make my heart happy. Yeah. Should the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go after Baker Mayfield and sign him, that shit would make my heart smile, literally. Like I would I would be I would be joyous for the next four to five days just knowing that we get to play Baker Mayfield twice a year. Yeah. Right. I would. Well, like going back to the wide receiver situation, uh, it's completely off topic, but not really. Um, what pick do we have? Second round? 39. That's kind of far, isn't it? No, I don't think so. It just, I mean, it's so tough because, you know, for me personally, like I, I watch and I look at a lot of NFL news, but I study the Carolina Panthers. So I don't really necessarily know what every team needs and what every team is looking at, you know, um, in the draft. So I don't know if you're kind of hinting or inferring towards what, like, receiver would we get. I really don't know because I don't know how to, what the landscape looks like as far as needs go. Yeah, I'm just saying if we, if we got CJ, his boy yeah. is also projected in the yeah, second yeah, yeah. round. Uh, Jackson, the, Smith, and the Jibba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. Hey, nah. <laughs> nah. That if we went and theory, got him, bro. if we went and got yeah. him and paired him with CJ, that was my theory, bro. It, it would you get paired them together. Bad. Yeah, it would get bad. I'm not. <laughs> that that'll get very very fucking freaky. I Even ain't gonna lie. if we got Buddy from Tennessee, Jalen uh, Hyatt. Yeah, whatever. yeah. I watched him play a few games. He's a fucking dog. We're gonna have to go. To, we're gonna have to get a tight end as well too. But yeah. I think that I would rather go. I, for me personally. I would rather go wide receiver in the second round before I go tight end. Because I know niggas hate Tommy and I know niggas hate, hate Ian. And I don't love either one of them. But at the same time, like I'm just not under the belief that you drafting a tight end makes or breaks your season this year. Yeah, I just simply don't believe that shit. Well, so like, the thing is, I, I've also seen um, that tight end from Notre Dame, white yeah, dude. Yeah. I've seen that he's he's probably like a third rounder, so they're saying. So he could drop. Yeah, if he drops, like I seen him play a few games. He's like that, and he's big as fuck. But he can really, like, he can really catch and get up and down the field. He was embarrassed. He, he played for Notre Dame. He was embarrassing niggas. I'm gonna have to check out his film. Then. Yeah, he, he he's like that. I, I think I seen him when he played against Carolina. I mean, he just fucking just no, a, obliterated us. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Like it, that. That's like their only scouting report. Have your eyes on Matthew Mayer. <laughs> that, that, really? Yeah. That's he, it? Yeah, he's one of them. Interesting. And so, but I, I don't know. It's just like a lot of situations could could go our way in the draft. Like. Odell, yes or no? If he's asking for $20 million, like you said, then no. But based on, could 12 I bring. 12 and a half. Three years, 12 and a half. Yeah. Matter of uh, fact, check that. It, yeah, three years, 12 and a half a year. Yeah, well, let me, let me, because this, this is what I forgot to bring up earlier. Um, We're still here. Yeah, I, I had something, I, I seen our uh, cap space. Let me get back to it. Did Matt Milano just get a new contract? Oh, no, he's, oh, interesting. Interesting. Let me see. Yeah, I um, bro, listen. Like I said, I think I said this on the Instagram live the other day. I love Odell. 
Like, I love the flamboyance. I love the swag. I love the dog in them. But, like, if you're asking for $20 million and you're going to come be a distraction in any way, um, you know, you, you, you're getting fucked up on the plane and, and, you know, just ass out on the plane drunk. Like, and you're not going to be able to know, you know, how to control yourself. I mean, just keep that shit wherever you're going to go. And I, I mean, and I just simply damn, I, I cannot give Odell 20, $20 million coming off an of injury. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't, I, I can bro. That's it. just, I mean, I just, I, I, me personally, I just simply can't do it. Yeah, um, <clears throat> our cap space, we're number eleven in the league, um, twenty two point seven million. I was seeing something that people were like, take ten to fifteen of that away for Bradley Bozeman. Okay, you're gonna have to. Yeah, and so I don't know where that leaves us. Like, who? That doesn't leave you us with a something. lot of wiggle room. Yeah, but you can do something. Yeah. You can do something because you can, I mean, we mentioned Miko, we mentioned Thielen. Like, those guys are not going to be asking for the amount that Odell's asking for. And obviously, I mean, just they, they understand their market value. Yeah. So they're not going to try, you know, there's a couple of those names on that list. Like, DJ Chark is also another name that really entices me because we saw the season that he had this year. Yeah. Jared Goff is his quarterback. Now, obviously, we'll, we'll have a younger guy coming in, and we don't know what they'll be. Um but but DJ Chark has been a solid a solid wide receiver since he's been in the league. What has he been in the league? Four years now, five years. Yeah, he he really he he's been coming along as a receiver. Yeah, for sure. So I would I mean DJ Chark is another name to look out for. Um, I haven't seen his name really pop up on anybody's list or any you know uh, reporters or reports rather. Uh, but definitely look out for DJ Chark again. I know that you're not intrigued by it, but Marquez Callaway is another name that could kind of fill that hole. Um, you know, if you're stuck with having two wide receiver twos as your starters, um, Noah Brown is another name that I I just absolutely love. Noah Brown, I love Noah Brown. I would not hate Noah Brown being a Carolina Panther either. Uh, again, do I think he's going to automatically be wide receiver one? No, but do can he develop into that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, like you said as well, like next year, like this year, I'm very excited. And this is how we'll, we'll close uh, a little bit later on, about five minutes or so. We'll close with this. Um, but this year, I understand what my personal expectation. As a matter of fact, let's just get into it. My personal expectation this year is to win a division and to win double digit games. So bare minimum 10 and 7. And I don't think that you should drop any. I mean, bro, I don't think that you should drop any game in division. I really, really don't. Because we look at it, what we did this year alone, we swept New Orleans, we beat Tampa once, and we beat Atlanta once. And we could have beat Atlanta twice. And I'm not even going to bring up the reason why we <laughs> had, why we didn't, you know, because I forgive him, bro. <laughs> so I won't even bring it up. But we really should have swept everybody in the division this year. Yeah. So there's no my expectation this season is to sweep the division six and zero, no hesitation, to be at least ten and seven, and to be in the playoffs. Yeah. That's what my expectations are this year. I see it. Um, I, I definitely expect us to win the division uh, because I mean Desmond Ritter, he doesn't scare me. Derek Carr doesn't scare me. If Tampa Bay gets 
fucking Baker Mayfield, he damn sure doesn't scare me. He makes me excited. I can't. I mean, I'm. We'll be in the building for both of them. Yeah, <laughs> Baker Mayfield today because I just, I just know we're gonna beat the dog shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't scare me at all. Um, I would just say it to me is a little unrealistic to to sweep the division, just because I mean it, it's division matchups and and we know how those get. Like teams tend to play extra hard, and you know how Atlanta is. Like, yeah, them bitches. Yeah, I, I hate them so much. Them in New Orleans, like I just fucking despise them. But <laughs> I mean, it. Like they, those would be one of the games where they just have a fucking perfect game or some shit like that. Yeah, but yeah, I can see that. I too. do think with this coaching staff, um, I I think that we are very capable of of winning the division and making the playoffs. Like, I don't think that we'll make a crazy run in the playoffs. I do think it would be one of those situations, bearing that everybody's healthy, like, that we won't be a team that you will want to see in the playoffs. First round. Like, I can see that. I can see us I can see us making the playoffs this year and clipping somebody. Yeah. Especially if we win the division, because then we will have a home game. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't predict that we'll be a one or two seed. Yeah. So I don't believe that we'll have that buy or whatever may have you. But, uh... I mean, I could see us making the playoffs, having a home game in the bank, and clipping a nigga. Yeah. And then at that point, I mean, shit, we got momentum. And, you know, shit, I, I, I don't know who I would be afraid of in that situation. Because Philly, I mean, Philly, they had their run this year, but they're going to lose a lot. Like, I haven't really looked at a lot of Philly shit this year. Or I feel this like they were Clippers. Why? I, I, I just feel like, honestly, I just feel like Jalen Hurts is on another level. Like fair enough. I I I think they would clip us. I think the 49ers would clip us. I think Dallas The 49ers? Yeah. What? Why? They they would clip us, bro. Because their defense? Yes, they 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 would clip and us. And they got Uncle Steve. I might be yeah. <laughs> and, I might be cheerful. And be just because we got a rookie quarterback. quarterback. We'll have a rookie quarterback. I, I I think they would clip us. And if we're looking at this wide receiver core we got now, they would clip us. But I mean, I still don't think that any team would just like beat the dog shit out of us. Yeah, I don't predict that. I don't predict that happening at all this yeah. whole season. I ain't gonna lie. And maybe I'm just like extremely jaded and optimistic because we hold the number one pick right now. I mean, that could very, very well be the case. But I just don't think that niggas is just gonna be able to play us like some bitches. I don't. Because yeah. I just, I know what this team is capable of at its core when we have a Sam Darnold or, or, or a PJ Walker behind, like underneath center. So like I'll predict that whoever comes into this uh, into the organization this season through the draft, I predict that either one of them will be better than what we've had like what we had last year. And I saw how on Christmas Eve, the fucking coldest game in Panthers history, I saw how we beat the dog shit out of Detroit, and everybody was anointing Detroit like Jesus Christ Himself played on the team. <laughs> So really, yeah. nobody would necessarily put fear in my heart going into this season. I'll be honest. Like, if we had to play Kansas City or somebody like that, then I'd be <laughs> like, I, I think I know what time it is, obviously. Yeah. But, I mean, okay, cool. Let, let, let's let's look at our opponents. Let's and, look at our opponents And with right that now. being said, I, bro, if, if somehow we would have been able to, to pull off this number one draft pick and pair it with DJ Moore, like I mean, my God, honestly, I just think we would. And, and then the that's when, the and then that's when I would say we would run through the fucking division and probably not lose the game in the division. I, bro, I still feel that way without DJ. I, I don't like, t- bro. It, even if we went into the bitch with Terrace Marshall and Shaw, 
and LaVisca, and that was it? Cool. Because who was fucking stopping Deontay? Shy, he, he lighting that ass, bro. Shy, I, I mean, Shy, <laughs> I'm going to keep it to myself, but Shy just ain't shit. <laughs> so we got Atlanta twice, obviously. We'll, we'll, ele- we'll eliminate uh, the divisional games for the purposes of this. Green Bay, to me. They not even going to have Aaron Rodgers next year. So I think yeah, I think that's a W. And it's very hard. Like It's way too early to be doing this shit. It's way too <laughs> early to be doing this shit. So I just know I'm setting myself up to be hung on a damn cross, but I'm still going to do it anyway. <laughs> Green Bay, think we'll dog them bitches. Houston, I think we'll dog them bitches. Chicago, mm, DJ really might have something. <laughs> DJ really might have something for JC ass. But I'm going to love seeing that matchup for yeah. sure. Um, I'll go. I'll, I'll say loss against Chicago just because Justin Fields and, and you know, they pair him now with DJ. Um, but, again, that's another very winnable game in my opinion. They, they really have nothing that scares me. I don't think they'd be shit, honestly. And if I, I couldn't, say that. I wouldn't disagree with you if you if that was your stance. I wouldn't. Um, I just saw us dog uh, dog Detroit this season, so them bitches damn sure don't scare us, especially not inside. Um, Jacksonville, <laughs> that's gonna be a tough one. That's gonna be a tough one. I think that we'll probably lose that game, um, just because Trevor Lawrence will have another year of experience under his belt. Uh, we know the receiving core that they have. Their defense looked really good going into the playoffs this past year, so I think that may be a loss. Um, Tennessee, that one again, it's hard to tell because I don't know who's coming. I don't know who's rolling out for these guys roster wise, so it's hard to tell. But with them saying that they shopping Derrick Henry, I mean, fuck, <laughs> that's the only <laughs> thing I ever really worry about in the whole fucking league is Derrick Henry. And then they clip Robert Woods, so right. I so mean, their receiving core ain't looking the best right now either. Yeah. So. We will see about that one. Dallas. That's debatable. Uh, I don't know because I think that I think that Dallas going into the season will have to find digs on their roster. And if that's the case, then I, 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 it's hard for me to see really anybody in the NFC fucking with them. Honestly. I don't know where you got that from. but Oh, no, that's like, that's about damn near confirmed. Really, I'm putting y'all on game right now, bro. Stephon Diggs will be a Dallas Cowboy. He's not going to Dallas. Stephon Diggs will be a Dallas Cowboy. I'm here to tell you he's staying with Buffalo. Stephon Diggs will be a Dallas Cowboy. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But again, I mean, it's hypothetical, but I'm telling you Stephon Diggs will be a Dallas Cowboy. I, and the only reason I'm saying he's not because I, I just watched the interview with him. That shit he, is fine. I mean, it's fine, but this is him speaking his words, and he's telling <laughs> you. Like, he was just like, honestly... Like, they have every tool to win a Super Bowl in Buffalo, which I agree. He was like, it just comes down to execution-wise. Okay. And so I just well, feel like he feels strongly about that, and I just think Buffalo will clip the fuck out of Dallas. Only it's, thing I'm telling you only thing I'm telling you is that Stephon Diggs no longer follows uh, the Buffalo Bills, no longer follows anybody from the Buffalo Bills, no longer has anything Buffalo Bills-related on his Instagram and he's followed like twenty fucking Dallas Cowboys players as well as the Dallas Cowboys official Instagram page. Well, you do with that info that you want, but that to me registers Stephon Diggs will be a fucking cowboy this year. <laughs> um, so Dallas I, again, I think Dallas will be very very hard to fuck with in the NFC as a whole. So I'm gonna count that as a loss. 
which I hope that we win because we will be in attendance for that without question. Um, Miami and Seattle. Miami did just get Jalen Ramsey this year, and with the fucking wide receiver room that we have right now, <laughs> I mean, damn, nigga. We might, we might pass the football for 150 yards that week. I'm going to count that one as a loss. Yeah, man, it's Xavier Howard. God. Yeah, exactly. So I'll count that one as a loss, like, even more. We clip in Seattle. And, we, and we're going to dog the shit out of Seattle. <laughs> we're going to dog the shit out of Seattle. means nothing to me. Yeah. The way we went into that into they shit, huh. <laughs> yeah. No fear. I, I don't know, bro. I feel very, very, very good in closing here. I feel very good about this season. I'm excited. Again, bro, like, I understand... I understand, you know, fans being upset with having to give up DJ Moore plus the first-round pick swap this year, the first-round pick next year, in 2020. Like, bro, I understand that shit. And I kind of, like, again, the casual fan, I expect it from I respect overreactions from y'all casuals. Like, really, I really do. I, like, honest to God, so I really don't hold it against you. <laughs> um, I do. But this franchise, in closing... <clears throat> this franchise is in good hands. Now, if you would have asked me that at the beginning of last year, I would have said, fuck no, because I understood who our head coach was. I understood who our owner was that signed that head coach. I understand that it seemed to me that Scott Fitterer really, I don't know, seemed like he was playing shit soft and, and, and scared and slow. Um, but this offseason, already up until this point, I mean, if you just look at the coaching staff and the names that we've added, just from a coaching staff standpoint, this team, this franchise is in very, very good hands. Very, very good hands. And I know that you feel how you feel about Frank Reich. I already know. I know that you're still on his ass if shit don't go how it's supposed to go. But it's it's it's, it's about damn near impossible for him to fuck this up. I want to say that. It's damn near impossible <laughs> for him to fuck this up. But then I'm telling you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I, I would say prediction-wise, get get to me after the draft and probably when I'm making my way to uh, training camp. I have more. That's for him. I, I, I can go ahead and tell y'all right now, be prepared for me to be on this podcast a lot this season letting my dick hang. And see, that's how he gets. That That's how he gets, and then it's just... Yeah, <laughs> that that that's how he gets, and then it's just it's bad from there. But he he don't he hasn't realized that yet. So oh no, I realized it. I've realized it. And you came in here with the same energy. Yes, that you are gonna have these crazy ass me. expectations. And it's not crazy to win ten fucking games is crazy. Three games above above five hundred is crazy. Just make the fucking playoffs. Beat the shit out of everybody in the division like you should. Make the playoffs and possibly win a fucking wild card game. That's not crazy. If I would have said what I said, you know, saying that we would be in the NFC Championship next year, and I said instead of next year, this year, then you could call me crazy. But you just, fucking, know, you just know shit don't. That's what we should do. Yes, that that that's what we should do. But you just know shit don't usually happen like that. So I'm just saying you need to leave a little bit of room for error. Nigga, <laughs> if you watch this podcast regularly, and even if you're new, you might not know how I give it up when shit going <laughs> when shit going right and good, but if you don't like care, if you don't really fuck with the Panthers or whatever like that, and you know you be on some hating shit towards me off rip, I can go ahead and tell you do not tune into this pod this year because I'm feeling like we really might be slamming niggas the fuck out. 
No cap. That's how I feel. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm, t- I'm feeling like we might dog the fuck out of niggas this year. Like I said, get to me after I see who my quarterback is and going into training camp, I get to see my 53-man roster. No. Nah, if we sign Will Levis, we'll be canceled. <laughs> so, so if we draft Will Levis, FPFO will be canceled. So, you know, go ahead and, and find a new podcast to listen to just as a backup. If this is your primary source for Panthers information and opinions, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, if y'all here on fucking draft night, they say the Carolina Panthers have selected Will Levis, go ahead and register in your brain. FPFO is fucking canceled. I'm and, telling you. And there will be a lot of disclaimers coming yeah. before that episode comes out. Yeah. Even Because yeah, no, I, I don't even know how long the episode will stay up on platforms. Once they, they know what the fuck, <laughs> fuck what's on Rumble. We'll be up and kicking and live on Rumble because Rumble don't take shit down. Yeah. They don't take nothing down. We'll be on Rumble. <laughs> and that's the only place we'll be because Spotify, <laughs> Apple, YouTube, all the niggas. Oh, we, I, I'm telling y'all now. We're getting shit. We will be shut the fuck down because... <laughs> I mean, we'll just be in complete disarray. <laughs> it, it'll, be, it'll be a very, very bad day. And honestly, what I like, what I learned about this fan base is like they look like they like when we tweak out. Yeah. So that shit, like, really, like they, they will be loving that shit and eating that shit up. But like, really, like we will really, 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 really be hot. Like, I, I, I won't be having a good day. <laughs> like I, I would go ahead and tell you that that. That that would not be my best day coming in this bitch. Like every <laughs> like oh my god, that'll be some shit that I don't even know if we will be able to release because how bad it might impact our personal lives <laughs> based off the stuff that I might say on the episode. So, I mean, I, unfortunately, I agree with you. Because <laughs> I think so, I, I I know that it'll get that bad. Yeah, because I'm not gonna hold back. Because like I know I'll be saying some wild shit on this podcast, but like if I said everything that came across my mind, I mean we would have been canceled after week one last year. <laughs> yeah. So, Dave, <laughs> Scott, Dan, if y'all have any like you know any place in your heart for FPFO, do not draft Will Levis. Cause really, I might take a trip to the bank, and then you know, <laughs> and then you know, now we talking about something completely different. Yeah. If y'all, you know, have any logical bone in y'all's fucking body and brain, the brain doesn't have any bone, so I just. <laughs> like Nevertheless, Will Levis should not even be on the radar. Yeah. It should be Bryce Ar or CJ. I'm even have something to say if we if we draft Anthony Richardson. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, but that's okay because I'll balance you out because I'm not gonna hate that. Well, I'm not gonna hate it. That'd be two different views, but please, I I, I don't even even understand why you would even like four quarterbacks on the board. Honestly, I mean shit because it gives us options. And then to like four quarterbacks and not include Hendon Hooker in that because do I think he's better than Will Levis? Yes, on yeah, the fuck ACL. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. He just tore his shit. Well, I'd rather have him than Will Levis. I'm not going to lie. Will Levis is dog shit, bro. Will Levis is dog shit. Will Levis is ass. I ain't going to lie. I really just cannot wait for him to get in the league 
and like for him to actually start playing because I'm tired of hearing about that motherfucker because I don't know where like I don't know where the excitement around his talent is coming from it's him bro he I, for some reason he just hypes himself up like he be talking his shit let the Carolina Panthers back <laughs> and watch how I act. Appreciate y'all tuning in. It's been another episode of FPFO. Again, follow us uh, for Panthers fans only. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at G2S Network, um, on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. You can find us for Panthers fans only. And yeah, it's great to be back. It's great to be back. I don't know when we'll be back in here recording, but you know, we'll continue to give you guys good content. Um, and again, we still have a lot planned for this offseason that's still in motion. We possibly, possibly may be in Kansas City watching the Carolina Panthers uh, pick number one selection. So we'll see. We got a lot. Like I said, we got a lot of content planned. And, um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, thank you for all the support. I know it's been a while, but... Like he said, we're coming with a lot of content this upcoming season. So, this is the place you want to be. If you're not tapped in, you want to be tapped in next year. For sure, for sure. For sure, so. Appreciate y'all. Peace. I know I ain't living right. Pray God don't send me to hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I like that. <laughs>